You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is Eddie and Marcus. We are the Average Sports Guys. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. Uh, this is what? Episode 42? And today is Saturday, October 10th. We normally record on Wednesdays. Um, kind of got busy this week yep. with our individual schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are, man. We are going to still bring you a show. Yep. Um, most of the format will still be the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll still go over scores for week four. Yes, sir. Um, then we'll kind of break down um, each other's games. I'll go over Washington Ravens. Um, and Marcus will go over uh, Eagles Niners. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get into week five. Obviously, Thursday night's game just happened a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. So we'll go ahead and give you the score for that once we get into week five. Um, and then we'll just kind of go through those week five matchups. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. We'll clearly give our predictions for each single one. Um, and let's see. I know we have the Rams this week. You guys have who? We have the Steelers. Steelers, yeah. So mm-hmm. Marcus will give you his keys to victory uh, for his Steeler, or excuse me, for his Eagles over the Steelers um, <laughs> if he chooses the Eagles. Right. Um, and then I'll give you the keys to victory for Washington mm-hmm. over the Rams if I choose Washington. Um, before we get into all of that, there was, I guess you'd call it breaking news. Mm-hmm. Uh as far as the Washington football team is concerned, um, and that was with Dwayne Haskins. So I'll get into more of that once we kind of get to that segment of the show. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. So how you been, man? What's, what's, what's shaking? Man, I'm doing all right. It's just, you know, navigating this whole uh, e-learning situation, um, trying to keep everybody calm and, and tell people to relax like Aaron Rodgers does from time to time. <laughs> um, but outside of that, I'm doing pretty good. Um I gotta get back in the grilling. Like I, I miss it. Like I need to get some ribs going or something. Um, might even pick up a steak on the way home today. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm definitely doing the steak. I was telling you we got the got that big tomahawk steak. I'm gonna throw on the grill today. That's probably what did it for me. I was like, man, I gotta get one too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think one of the most underrated things mm-hmm. um, is grilling into the fall and yes, into sir. the winter. Yes, sir. Like. I, I always see it like my, some of my neighbors here, like they'll, I see them putting the cover on their grill, putting mm-hmm. it away. Um, I don't, I, I leave it out. Like we grill all year long. Um, right. Yeah. I don't know. I always do it. Always. There you go. Um, but yeah, man. All right. Well, yeah, let's see. Nothing new for me, really. Just super busy at work. And then yeah. obviously like, like you, what you were talking about as far as like the e-learning stuff. So, you know, we deal with that with the kids and mm-hmm. then. They're talking about sending the kids back to school and all this other stuff, and they're excited but freaking out. And I'm like, no, you guys ain't going nowhere anytime <laughs> soon. Um, Ice up, son. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, all right, let's get into these week four scores. So we have um, that Thursday night game was Broncos over the Jets, 37-28. Uh, Saints over Lions, 35-29. Bucks over Chargers, 38-31. Uh, Bengals over the Jags, 33 to 25. Vikings over the Texans, 31 to 23. Seahawks over Dolphins, 31 23. Browns over the Cowboys, 49 to 38. Panthers over the Cardinals, 31 to 21. Ravens over Washington, 31 to 17. Rams over Giants, 17 to 9. Bills over Raiders, 30 to 23. Colts over Bears, 19 to 11. Um, Eagles over the Niners, 25 to 20. Chiefs over the Patriots, 26 to 10. Packers over Falcons, 30 to 16. Now, besides your team and my team's game, what game stuck out to you and why is it the Dallas Cowboys game? Um, I'm going to go 1-1-A. The Dallas Cowboys game because it's the Browns and they're usually expected to wet the bed. And they actually put together a solid game plan which involves getting the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands and leaning on their run game because they have Johnson and they have um, Kareem Hunt outside of Chubb. So even though Chubb is out, they still have two stud, like legit starting running backs that can start anywhere in the league. Mm -hmm. And then Jarvis Landry and 
Um, Odell Beckham Jr. was just going yeah, they off. Were, there yeah, they was were getting nothing it you could do. Didn't didn't Landry? Th- he threw a touchdown pass. Yes, right? he did because they sat there. They they swung it out. They they swung it out to him, and then he threw a bomb. And I'm just like, oh, they get real disrespectful with the right. play calling. Yeah. And then on the back end, I mean, on the opposite side of the ball, the Browns defense was just doing what they wanted when they wanted. Miles Garrett was just destroying people. Dak Prescott had him in his face all game. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like most teams, towards the end, you know, they backed off and started playing, you know, more zone than than man, and they made a little bit of a comeback. But for the majority of that game, they were getting waxed. It was bad. Yeah. Um. So to me, we've seen this, um, dog and pony show from Dallas pretty much all year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, teams pretty much get out to an early lead on them, um, and then they fight and claw their way back. So, um. It surprises me in a way why teams go like, basically kind of like throttle back. Right. Um, I've just never had that mindset. Mm-mm. Right. Like this is not like Little League or, or, nope. or Pop Warner where it's like, nope, you don't want to show them up or whatever. I mean, these are grown men. This is the NFL. Um, they get paid a ton of money like I get paid a ton of money. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you saw it obviously with the Falcons and it didn't go in their favor right. in the end. Um, now, clearly all they had to do is fall on that ball on the onside kick, but I'm just saying in general, you you see it's just a clear and distinct throttle back. Like you said, they switched and was just going more zone. Right. Um, and clearly Dak is good enough. I think he can beat man coverage. Uh, he's clearly going to pick apart his zone. Right. Um, and he's always going to give his team a chance. Yes, sir. Um, Despite what that defense is doing, that offense is going to put up numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. look at look at what they're doing now. I mean, thirty eight points. Um, no matter how you slice that up, it's thirty eight points. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like that to me, it's clearly their defense that mm-hmm. is just awful. It, I mean, it's 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 worse in my opinion than I thought it would be um, coming into the season. Mm-hmm. I know you had kind of highlighted that that they definitely had some had some issues there. Um and then they lost their um another offensive lineman was who who was his uh Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. Yeah, so he's out for the season mm-hmm. and they already had offensive line issues. So that'd be interesting to see if the dynamic of their offense changes. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think it will. I think Dak will just try to get the ball out a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean who knows? There's there's a lot to to be seen there. But the bigger problem is is the fact that outside, well, even the Giants, their front four is legit, but every other team in our division, especially you guys, have edge rushers and tackles for days. Mm-hmm. So losing a guy like him and then Travis Frederick just retiring, like that's that's a huge problem. Like he's he's going to have people in his face all game all th- yeah. until somebody steps up and actually can prove that they can – provide somewhat of a pocket so mm-hmm. um i'm just going down the list there there really wasn't too many other games that like stood out to me now going into that thursday night game i will say this broncos and jets i was like snooze fest right right for the most part i mean it it, it wasn't any you know razzle dazzle but it was more entertaining than i thought it would be mm-hmm. um sam darnold had that uh lamar jackson-esque type run for yeah. a touchdown um that was pretty cool. Um I thought the I don't know. It just was like a lot of inconsistent play clearly, but again, it was more entertaining than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought their final score would have been more like the Rams Giants 17-9, just kind of sure. low scoring. Um terrible, but um yeah, all in all, I mean, I just think it was pretty like straightforward week of football. I mean, yep. it was nothing Nothing too fancy. Nope. So having said that, um, sticking to tradition, why don't you go ahead and get into your Eagles beating the Niners? All right. So Carson Wentz overall, um, he did start off throwing a pick in the first quarter. But overall within – but to be fair, that pick was – the ball was tipped and it was just floating in the air and somebody got it. Yeah. Outside of that, he went 18 for eighteen out of 28 for 193 yards, which is roughly in the area we want Carson Wentz throwing the ball and, and putting up like week to week is no more than, what, 250 because we want to run first, especially with a guy like Miles Sanders back there. Um, he did run for a touchdown. 
Sanders only had 46 yards this week. Um, but then again, you're talking about the Niners, and they have a pretty decent defense, even when you're getting into their second and third guys. Uh, they scheme very well on that side of the ball. Um, Jalen Hurts had three carries for 18. Adrian Killens, which everybody was talking up since camp and all this other stuff, and he had one carry on a sweep for negative 12 yards. Yeah, they cut him at the end of you know <laughs> at the end of that game. Um, Mullins did well. He actually had better stats as far as passing than Carson Wentz outside of the two uh, interceptions. Um, McKinnon, Jarek McKinnon, he's he's still a legit running back. Um, he's just not the guy, but he's a guy you can put back there to to do damage and freaking Kittle, man. We don't have like legit coverage linebackers to begin with, and Kittle had his way with us the entire game. Um, so going forward, unless we can fix that coverage issue and get our guys to fill gaps like we historically can or should be able to, mm-hmm. um, especially with a defensive coordinator like Jim Schwartz, like I don't know if it's um, scheme and they just not it's they just don't understand it yet or or what's going on, but. Um, for whatever reason, I'm still calling out Nate Jerry every week because he's freaking terrible. <laughs> um, Fort and uh, and uh, Alex Sing- Singleton have played a lot. They've they've played better this week, but Nate Jerry he's just getting burned all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Carson Wentz is still missing a few easy throws. Like there's just a, f- a few screen dump offs that he messed up on. Um, a bad pass to Ertz, and then. Different guys have actually stepped up, especially on defense. This guy, um, Avery, uh, defensive end, like he's come, he's come alive. Um, uh, what's his face? Um, sweat, not sweat. Um, what's his face? Uh, there's another guy uh, on our front four. I can't remember his name right now. But as far as our front four, um, I can honestly say, as of right now, it's not the problem. It's literally the linebackers. Even our secondary, when you're talking about beyond the linebackers, when you're talking about Darius Slay, when you're talking about um, Jalen Mills, who had to drop in and play corner uh, for that game. Um, and even um, Kavon Wallace and Rodney McLeod, who had an interception. They're doing very well. They're actually doing their job. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish Jim Schwartz with would play less zone because that's usually when teams have gotten open and made like legit plays on us, um, especially with that whole picket fence nonsense when it's <laughs> third and long. Um but overall, like the back end of our secondary is done well. Like through the first three weeks, Darius Slay is number ten as far as stats and in corners. Like he gets there's zero touchdowns against him all season, and only allows what with the few receptions that come his way, only eight point seven yards within for those catches. So it's usually like a hook where he has mm-hmm. to there. There's a little bit of space created there, um, and. Quarterbacks against them, they have a 76.8 passer rating on average. So he's definitely holding down that side of the field. We have to figure out our linebacker situation. Um, continue to move Carson Wentz around um, behind that line. And I think that's what we did a lot more this game. Mm-hmm. Um, shorten his reads to maybe two receivers and then build that confidence uh, from there. Um, overall, like I said, it was a way better game for, way better game for him. Um but at the end of the day, um, the more we get healthy, the better we will be when we get Rager back, when Deshaun Jackson will be back, um, maybe Alshon Jeffrey. Um, I think we'll be better overall. Dallas Goddard, um, we'll see how much longer he's out. Um, we'll be better off. But we've also ha- we also have a history of guys coming in and actually stepping up, like Hightower. He, had a, he flashed uh, a few times. Richard Rodgers had a decent game, especially going into the second half. Uh, made some huge catches. Um, Zach Ertz is still going to be Zach Ertz. Um, mm-hmm. And this guy, Travis Fulgham, who was originally with Detroit, caught a 45-yard bomb. <laughs> uh, it was, And I think the ball fell like back shoulder, and uh, he caught that thing. Um, no, it wasn't back shoulder. It was over his shoulder, and he lost it in the lights, but the ball was just so well-placed. He could, he could just not help but catch the ball. Um, so I think from week, from last week – as in two weeks ago into this past week, Carson Wentz's confidence is is growing. I just think they need to continue to scheme with and 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 work with his strengths, allowing him to run more RPO like he has been for the past few weeks because he has pulled the ball back and actually run the ball to mm-hmm. keep the defense honest. Um, continuing to feed Miles Sanders. 
um, especially leading into more division games with the Cowboys because they obviously can't stop a Colt. Um, <laughs> over the, uh, other than that, um, with the Steelers, we have to, have to, have to make sure our defensive game plan is tight because I predict this. I'll get into this later, but I think it's going to be more of how much we can bend but not break that game because that's a team where if they're not running on you, they can definitely throw on you. Mm-hmm. But um, – Overall, like I said, it was a solid game, 25-20. I actually thought that we were – I mean, I, I called us the win, but I wasn't going to be surprised if we lost just based on the injuries and what was going on with our team. But I think this is a good stepping stone into next week. So I was actually pretty happy with this win. And we're in first place. I had to mention that. <laughs> with a 1-2-1 and one record, go NFC East. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I think <laughs> – I think that's the most interesting thing is that uh, with that win that put you guys in first place. And I was like, that's ah, like we beat you. But I get it as far as the loss column. <laughs> right. You just have less losses, <laughs> but you have a tie. Have so a tie. Like weird. <laughs> right. um, yeah, man. The <laughs> NFC East is always, um, in my opinion, is always up for grabs mm-hmm. uh, year in and year out. It's not like it was way back in the day where they were one of the best divisions in mm-hmm. in football. Right. Um, I mean, who knows? Hopefully, hopefully that changes here in the coming years and all that stuff. But no, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting. So, uh, my Washington football team played the dudes a little north of us, the mm. Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Ra- Ravens came into town, um, beating their feet. I did right. I didn't. I didn't have high expectations for us to win the game. Mm-hmm. Now I'll say this: when the game actually started and how it was going, um, Lamar had some great passes. Um, I thought he was a little bit more accurate this week than he was in the week before. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think or I thought like we had a chance to make it a little closer than than, than what it was. But just watching. Watching the game, watching Haskins. Now, anybody who's listened to this podcast knows that I've wanted Haskins to succeed since we drafted him, right? Right. Um, clearly, the fan base is mixed on it, uh, whether, A, they should have ever drafted him. Um, should he still be sitting? Should he have been playing? It, mm. You know, is he getting a fair shake? You know, is it because he's a black quarterback? Like, I'm literally hearing it all. Um but again, just still watching it, his footwork week in and week out is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, there were several plays, or several times, yeah, several plays where he had open receivers. Um, he had Terry McLaurin on like deep slants. Mm-hmm. Um, Inman was open a few times. There mm-hmm. were several times where, you know, pass catchers were open and Dwayne just either didn't see them mm-hmm. or was inside his own head and just didn't let the ball go. Um, he still not able to complete little dump off passes right. just throwing them at their feet throwing them over their head i mean mm. those are easy completions pretty much anybody you know should should be able to uh make especially at that level right. um the game plan to me was okay i'm assuming scott turner went with that i guess called the game the way that he did mm-hmm. um so it was like mostly screens, dump offs, things like that. Right. I'm assuming it was just Raven specific. Mm-hmm. He felt like maybe that was the best way to kind of gash their defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't quite work out that well. Um, Antonio Gibson played well, mm-hmm. um, especially in in spots like he had some some great runs. Um, but just overall, I mean, it just it was again uninspiring performance by the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, Dwayne Haskins did finally. Uh, beat that or reach that 300 yard um plateau or uh, threshold i should say mm-hmm. so he finished with 314 yards no touchdowns no interceptions mm-hmm. um you're not going to win doing that um, no people were excited that he threw for over 300 yards for the first time in his career but right. um most of that mo- i'd say most of those yards came late in the game mm-hmm. you know what i mean um so I, it's like everybody calls it garbage time. I don't put much stock into those type of stats. No. 
Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, he just wasn't getting it done. So we'll get into, um, the next segment after we go over week five, um, predictions and then we do news and notes for our team or actually we can do news and notes after this, Mm -hmm. um, and then get into the week five stuff. Um, and I'll talk about what what was going on with Haskins. Mm -hmm. Um, matter of fact, why don't I just do this? So I'll wrap up the Ravens Washington game Mm -hmm. by just saying, I think our defense put us in decent situations most of the game, but when you're spending a lot more time on the field than you should mm-hmm. um again your offense isn't sustaining drives um they're damn sure not scoring touchdowns on a regular basis you get you get worn down mm-hmm. um i mean jonathan allen deron Payne. i mean those guys can only do so much uh right but again i mean they're just getting run into the ground week in and week out so hopefully that changes going forward um so getting into news and notes for the washington football team those who have not heard i'm sure everybody has that follows the team, Dwayne Haskins has been benched. Um, Mm -hmm. I saw it coming. I didn't know it would be this soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, I personally was of the thought that you stick with the kid, ride him out for the year, um, and then see what you got. Give him a fair evaluation. For sure. Uh, Something happened. Something was going on. Clearly, this is what I always say. Um, front office personnel, coaching staff, teammates, they're always going to see things differently than us as fans. Mm. Um, Think about even the reporters that are there day in and day out. Now, clearly because of COVID, Mm -hmm. they're not in the locker room with the players, things like that. So um, they see far less. But again, as much as they see, just, you know, realize and understand the coaching staff, front office, those, mm-hmm. those people, they see way more, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, think back to when there was the leadership issue with Carson Wentz. Right. Um, so with Dwayne Haskins, it has basically been reported that um, he spends less time than pretty much everybody else mm-hmm. watching film and preparing. So I don't know if this was just something new, newly implemented, um, A, because of COVID, or B, because Ron Rivera is now head coach. Maybe it's something he did when he was in Carolina. I don't know. Right. Um, but they track each player's log time as far as how much film they're watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said that it was pretty much like substantially lower than other players. Right. Uh, and I believe somebody had characterized Dwayne Haskins um, and said he seems to be more concerned with social media. So Ah, first and foremost, clearly I'm not a fan of leaked information. I'm not a fan of information like getting out to me, that type of stuff stays in house. Right. Mm -hmm. But for context, people are asking, well, why the hell are you sitting this kid? So clearly we see what we see on on the field. Right. Mm -hmm. Then you're thinking, well, he didn't just move to QB2. This dude is QB3. Right. He's now third string behind Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. Then that, to me, was telling because that obviously came out before any of this other stuff mm-hmm. started leaking. So I'm thinking, like, okay, he got moved to QB3. They definitely know something we don't. I was like, it has to be either an attitude, maturity type thing, and or he's just not preparing the right way. And then, boom, I heard the stuff about the film room. And then... um I guess teammates weren't really happy with him Mm -hmm. over there uh, shucking and jiving and smoking and joking with RG3 after the Ravens game. And then I guess some teammates overheard um, Haskins uh, being super excited and and talking about his stat line because he threw for over 300 yards. Um, But the one thing people have to realize, right, um, oh, well, then before I get into that, the first thing they were I saw on Twitter – People were saying Ron Rivera's racist and, you know, black quarterbacks don't get a fair shake here and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, first of all, you're you're grasping for straws. Who did he draft in Carolina? Right. Killer Cam. Killer Cam. Cam Newton has been his court. I'm like, all this dude rocks with his black quarterback. So you can throw that shit out the window. Now, I understand because it was the same uproar when RG3 got benched and they Mm -hmm. eventually moved on from him. You know, he. You got your RG3 second fans, mm-hmm. and they're up in arms over it. Same thing here with Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody, and I've said it on the show before, I'm a fan of the team first. I don't fall in love with players. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm If you can perform and get the job done, that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's about winning. Um, winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Um, 
I believe Lombardi said that. Yes. Yeah, let's go. He did. Uh, <laughs> but so to see and to hear that, and then I think I text you about this. I heard that he now this to me is just some some petty stuff but i just found it funny was mm-hmm. that apparently Dwayne haskins unfollowed the team mm-hmm. and then unfollowed kyle allen who is now the starting quarterback that's petty that's mad petty like, like that's I, kid stuff dude like i think it's petty that people are talking about it on twitter but i think it's petty for what it is that if that's what he did i don't look to see who follows who that's that I got other things to do. Right. But if that's what he did, I just think that's petty. That's mad petty. Um, and, you know, he's about to be QB zero. Right. If, if that's what it is, like the immaturity level is ridiculous. It's like I text you, you know, clearly he's going to have some sort of a press conference at some point because mm-hmm. he's still on the team. They're going to ask him, you know, how do you feel about it? Blah, 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 whatever. And I'll just say, obviously getting benched is, is not fun, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a teammate first. I'm a part of this organization. I love this organization. I fully support Kyle Allen, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I want this team to win and I'll continue to work hard and, you know, I'll let the chips fall where they may, but just like project a positive attitude, not that moping around immature crap, but, right. but I don't know. Um, it's telling now people started talking about Kyle Allen and how he stunk up to join in Carolina and he's going to, you know, suck here. Da, da, da. I don't have high expectations for this kid. Right. I don't. Um, I think you'll see a different kind of offense. I think you'll see the ball moved a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately I think Kyle Allen is the bridge to Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, I fully expect Alex Smith to be starting mm-hmm. in I'd say the next three to four weeks. Right. And that's just what it is. Um, so that's pretty much all the news I got. Chase Young is um, back at practice. Um, from all reports, he was going full speed. So that will be good if we can get him active and get him back out there. And speaking of that guy, what I loved watching your game is how much of a leader he was on the sideline. Mm-hmm. He wasn't quiet. He wasn't sitting on the bench. He was literally a, just another coach on the field. But oh, that yeah. just speaks to that man's intelligence of how he understands the defensive side of the ball. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, and, and 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 for him to be so so young, but right. yeah, like you said, I mean, he was up moving around, talking yep. to guys. He was he was up on the sideline. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I think I think um, I think he's gonna be good for a long time, both as a player, yeah, and a leader. Um, Jonathan Allen was quoted as basically saying, like, I don't give a damn what the offense is doing. That's not my concern. Right. You know, they're going to ask the players, well, what do you feel about Dwayne Haskins being benched? Um, you know, and he was like, I play defense. Right. Don't, don't give a damn what the offense is doing. I just want to win. Right. Um, and Chase Young kind of has that same, mentality. Like, you know, yeah, mentality about him. So I think I think because no, not one player really – came to Dwayne's defense. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of telling too. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, it was reported that he was um, not preparing the right way. And that even goes back to last year. You know, he was told by some of the guys like, you need to prepare better. Um, and not just the coaches, but actual players. Um, you think about it. If you are a receiver, mm-hmm. you have a incentive laden contract right i mean you got a little bit of guaranteed money but mm-hmm. you're like i need these receptions i need these yards right i need these touchdowns to get this extra cash and you got a quarterback who can't find you and when he does he overthrows you or underthrows you right that's taking money out your pocket mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna start getting mad for sure you know um so yeah so i mean I don't know. I wish the kid well. I hope while he's sitting back, he takes that shit to heart. For sure. And he starts busting his ass. You know what I mean? Start getting in that film room, figuring out how to study film. Maybe he doesn't know how. I don't know. We don't know. Figure it out. Yep. You know, do all that you can do to get better, have a positive attitude. Because what do they always say? You're a hit away from the next man up. For sure. You know, so um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But like I said, Chase Young is back. That's good. Um there really wasn't any other key injury. Well, they did put Steve Sims on the IR, so he'll be out for at least three weeks with, mm-hmm. a, I believe it's a toe injury. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so those are my news and notes. I know that was it was exhausting, but right. the Dwayne Haskins thing was, you know. Yeah, he's got a big, big news. He's He's got to grow up a little bit. Um, a, a lot of bit. 
All right. So for my Eagles, um, I'm going to say this. We have to be very thankful of the fact that we have an offensive line coach slash run scheme coordinator and Jeff Stoutland. Dude joined the squad in 2013, right? Got a Super Bowl with this guy. We have had a revolving door of injured linemen, at least for that stretch of time, right? And for the most part, especially this season, like even leading up to the Super Bowl, quarterbacks, especially Carson Wentz, has had a relatively decent pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, even now, we have Nate Herbig in there. We have uh, Matt Pryor. Yes, they've been giving up crazy, like, stupid penalties. Like, what, not last week, but the week before. But um, for the most part, Carson Wentz has had a solid pocket. And then big shout-out to Jordan Mailata, dude. This dude stepped in at left tackle, and he's doing very, very well. But then again, he played rugby. Like this Oh, dude, right. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Like He's literally a Samoan force, and there's <laughs> nothing you're going to be able to do right. coming off that edge on his side. You might as well forget about it. Right. Um, I think if he continues to be to do well, you can count on him being the left tackle from now on. Um. That so big shout out to Jordan Mailata and big shout out to Jeff Stoutland. For me, the tail of the tape for this upcoming game for the Eagles versus the Steelers is who's gonna win that front four battle. Mm-hmm. Is it gonna be Philly or is it gonna be the Steelers? Because they both have, in my opinion, if not top ten, top top five front fours um, in the league. And whoever gets home the most, whoever creates the most disruption, whoever gets quarterbacks off their spot more, whoever creates more pressures and hurries is going to win that game. Um, even now, like Big Ben post-injury, he's looking pretty good. For how old is he now? Like 38, maybe even 40? I think, yeah. So he's up there, and he's still throwing a decent ball. Um, obviously, he's slowed down over the years, but he can still move of and, still, and still right, deliver. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where the game is at this point. Um, I also think that leaning on younger guys, because for whatever reason, um, our starters usually get injured by the end of the season, and our younger guys usually step up, like Fogum. Um, even guys that we bring in just for uh, what's his face for special teams, and uh, and just off of, I guess the practice squad will just show up, like um, Richard Rogers and um, like I said, Fogum before. We just have guys that are just hungry and are willing to step up. And if we continue to play well and actually put guys in the best position to win, I think we'll be fine. I think I'm I'm leaning towards, and we'll get into the picks later, I'm leaning more towards the Steelers in this one. But I wouldn't be surprised if we pulled this out. Like I said, we still have, we have a solid offensive line, even though we're banged up. We have Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, um, uh, Zach Ertz is still there. Richard Rodgers has been a decent weapon. Um, you still have the well, they activated Quez Watkins again, high tower. Nobody cares about J Joe. Um I think we can get this game if we scheme it right and we limit mistakes and literally go run heavy. But we will see what happens. Um as far as the injury report, let me touch on that real quick. So Maddox didn't practice. Um Alshon didn't practice obviously. Um, Fletcher Cox didn't practice, but there was a personal situation. Hopefully he's leaving other people's wives alone. Um, <laughs> Deshaun Jackson with the handy hammy. Um, he had a limited practice. He was questionable, but they're leaning towards out for him right now. Um, Rodney McLeod, he was, he was a full go. Um, JJ full go, but nobody cares about him. Uh, Marcus Epps is fine. Kelsey's fine. Herbig's fine. And Lane Johnson's fine. Like I said, I honestly believe we can actually win this game, and I'm more than likely going to pick us to win this game. I just think we have to limit the mistakes and make sure that we're putting Carson Wentz in the best position to win. That's what's up. All right. Let's get into week five. So as I said earlier, today is Saturday, so we missed the Thursday night game as far as um, prediction before the podcast. So... Um, Bears over the Bucks, twenty to nineteen. Let's go. Nick Foles still finds a way to own Tom Brady. 
Yeah. Um, but Tom Brady was on some petty sucker shit, man, when he just ran off the field. And didn't shake his hand didn't again. Shake his hand. Again. Like, what is going on with that, man? Right. Like, don't get mad because if this man walked into your house tomorrow, he your, your kids would be calling him daddy because he's literally owned you in <laughs> the last two meetings. But what bothered me even more is that Tom Brady actually had a decent game. Like yeah. that, I put that L on their defense. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason for Tampa Bay to not have won that game. And on the other side of the ball, if you look at Nick Foles, the way that Philadelphia sports media and the fan base was going crazy, they were talking like this dude had a second Super Bowl performance. <laughs> There was nothing further from the no, truth, man. This dude right. was throwing ducks, overthrowing yeah. guys. It was a mess. <laughs> it's just he made good plays or or he put the ball in the hands of his players in the best position possible to, to pull this game out. Right. I mean, the last, what, four possessions on either squad was all field goals. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you're sitting like, no, Nick Foles is still a backup. To, like, technically, like, he, he – I mean, he did put up, what, 243 mm-hmm. on the day. I think a lot of that is yak. But – he also has a pretty decent core of playmakers. I mean, he has uh, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. He's got Cordell Patterson. Yeah. He's got Ty Montgomery. Like yep. studs. So it's not like he and Jimmy Graham's out there. I forgot about him. And the Bears defense is the Bears defense. Right. Yeah. So all this dude literally has to do is legit be a game manager and not throw a pick, which he did. I'm pretty sure he threw one, but he almost threw two or three. Once again, it's like. He's, I mean, yes, he did win, but he didn't put up like, oh, my God, Super Bowl stats type. No, it, was, it wasn't even that. Right. But then again, the storyline is pretty hilarious that he did smoke. Well, not smoke, but he did beat Tom Brady again, and the man did not shake his hand. Boo-boo yeah. the fool. You need to relax, Tom Brady. I mean, Super Bowl's over. I know he's, you still <laughs> go to bed at night, and this man, you feel like, I think this man's like hovering over you, like breathing on your neck and stuff. But at the end of the day, you still got to, you know, be a better sport about stuff. And... I mean, he beat you twice. What are you going to do about it? Right. So, Well, I'll tell you what he did. He didn't shake his hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, overall, I, I thought the game was just meh. Yeah. Um, everything you said about Nick Foles, I mean, it's pretty much it. Like, again, with him, I don't have high hopes. I think even um, – I think it was Troy Aikman who had said it during the broadcast that, like – the thing Chicago's going to miss out of the quarterback play is when Trubisky rolls out. Like I've right. been saying for, what, two years now, if you can get – now clearly every pl- play can't be Trubisky out on the edge right. and all that stuff. But to me, there's a difference there. Now clearly Nick Foles can do it, but mm-hmm. it's not as fluid. It's not as you know threatening, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um so I'll be interested to kind of see how Nick Foles does. Again, I know when he got his shot in Jacksonville, that was short-lived. Right. Um, so I don't know if that'll be the same here. But, um, but yeah, I mean, hey, Bears Bears got the win. Bears got the W. Um, let's see. So getting into the other Week 5 games for tomorrow and then Monday. Mm-hmm. So we have Jacksonville at Texans. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go Texans. Yeah, I'm going to go Texans too. Uh, let's see. We have Bengals at Ravens. I'm gonna go Ravens just because. So to me, I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a tighter game than people think it's gonna be. Right. But I I'm going Ravens with this one. So I'm gonna go Bengals here, and here's why. Ooh. I think Burrow is finally not not finally like he was ever really struggling. I thought he's played well pretty much out the gate, mm-hmm. but I think this is a week that they really put it all together mm-hmm. but they got their first win last week yes they did um i think they continue that so that'll be my like hot sports take for the week mm-hmm. uh, my bold prediction if you will mm-hmm. i say they win um some sort of late game fashion now mm-hmm. keep in mind right we have that um remnants of that hurricane delta coming mm-hmm. in yes, we so do. we're supposed to get a lot of rain tomorrow Right, so for those of you, this is your first time listening to the podcast. Marcus and I are in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not too far from Baltimore, nope. kind of between Baltimore and uh, DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so we're supposed to get quite a bit of rain starting tomorrow. Oops, yep. sorry. Uh, starting tomorrow, so I think that's going to factor in a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So one would say, okay, Baltimore should be able to get busy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because they run. Right. But now I think that's going to kind of limit. So <sighs> Lamar can be up and down, right, mm-hmm. as far as his passing is concerned. Mm-hmm. So I think if the rain and the weather becomes a factor and they go straight one-dimensional with running, I think they're going to be able to shut that down. Yeah. Um. So like I said, I say the Bengals win late, late, late in the game. Um. But yeah, so you take Baltimore, I'll take the Bengals. Yep. Uh, Panthers at Falcons. Panthers at Falcons. I'm gonna go Panthers. Let's go, uh, Teddy. I think they'll get this one, um, just because the Falcons have been wet, wet in the bed, and I think their morale is low. Yeah. What are the Falcons? Zero and four. Something like that. Yep. Zero and five. They're going to zero and five. I'm gonna take the Panthers too. I don't see a reason the Falcons win. Mm-hmm. Um. I say Dan Quinn gets booted, and we already picked so Jags Texans right. We didn't mention that yeah. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien got the boot. Yeah, of course um, he got the boot. And it was funny because somebody I want to say was it somebody from the NFL Network or somebody was like, um, "Who predicted Bill O'Brien to be fired by week four, or the first quarterback, or excuse me, first coach fired?" Blah blah blah, whatever. Okay, put your hand down, liar. And I wanted to be like, hell no, listen to our podcast, right? Because I said he was going to be the first one fired, and I knew it. He's mm-hmm. terrible, but he's out of there. So hopefully things change for them. Yep. Um, but back to the Falcons. I think Dan Quinn gets fired after this week. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah. You can't have Julio Jones and not have a win. That man's no. can be responsible. Ridley is dangerous. Calvin Ridley's a problem. Like. like <laughs> What are you guys doing? Right. Like, they even got Todd Gurley back there. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a dumpster fire in Atlanta. Um, next up, we got Raiders and Chiefs. Raiders at Chiefs. I'll, I'm going Chiefs. I mean, like, I, yeah, why not? I mean, they had a bad game last week. Yeah. Um, that was my 1A shocker for, for the week. Oh, yeah. Just because they didn't play as well as they should have. Right. Um, but I think the Chiefs bounce back and drop like forty, <laughs> just because it's the Chiefs and they can do what they want. Not to say that the the Raiders won't put up a fight because they do have a stud offense. They have a nice front four, mm-hmm. and they still have Jonathan and Abram back there. That's gonna that's gonna tick some people off. But um, like I think they're gonna win in Chiefs fashion with this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, Greg. I know you're a Raiders fan. Mm-hmm. I don't give them a shot. <laughs> I don't think it'll be close. I mean, I don't think it'll be right like a barn burner. But and and to be fair, if there's any team that's gonna go sixteen and zero, it's the Chiefs. It's right the now. Chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one and only. Um, Chiefs get Brashad Breeland back. Yes, this they week, do. So yes, they do. That's gonna help out their defense. Oh, there. for sure. So I don't know. Um, Chiefs are gonna win. We'll see what the Raiders do. Yeah. Um. Cardinals at Jets. I mean, why would anybody pick the Jets? I don't know why. Wait, don't they? Did their game get moved because of some COVID stuff? They said it was a scare, but I didn't check in to see if it was moved yet. As of right now, it's still on schedule. Okay. Because I'm looking at current schedule stuff right now, and it's still good good to go. Well, because I know there was one game already moved to, like, Tuesday. That was the what's-his-face. So there's two Monday night games, mm-hmm. Broncos, Patriots, Chargers, Saints. Wait. And Tuesday, Bills, Texans. Yep, that's what it was. Okay. So I guess the Jets game is still on for now. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not, by the time you guys are listening to us or listening to this, don't 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 kill us. Right. Like, you know, we got full time jobs. We're just trying to have fun. There you go. Uh Cardinals over the Jets. I mean, I think that's easy. Easy. Um it's like stealing candy from a baby. Basically. Uh, let's see. Eagles, Steelers. You're gonna go Eagles for sure. Um, I'll go Steelers here because they're 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 at home. Mm-hmm. Um, do they allow fans in the stands? I'm gonna say no. Um, and my only reason for picking, well, one of my reasons for picking the Eagles is that over the past few meetings we've met with the Steelers, regardless of who was playing or how we were playing. It was a tough game. It was a tough game, but we usually ended up winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's back when they had um, – last game we won against them was when they had um, Antonio Brown before everybody found out he was crazy. <laughs> so um, I think we can get him. But, um, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I think I think it will be a good game. Oh, for sure. Again, I'll go Steelers just because they're – They're 3-0. The <laughs> uh, let's see. Rams at Washington – Man, dude, you don't understand how bad I want to pick Washington just based on how they played last week. 
Mm-hmm. Like just off of the, just off of that, knowing what your defense does, I think you can upset these dudes. So my here's here's my thing, right? So Chase Young should be coming back. From right. Like all things indicate, he should be good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think clearly that's going to add a dimension, just another level to to the defense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even Ryan Kerrigan's kind of not been there since that for that game that Chase Young was out. Mm-hmm. It, it was not impactful. Neither was Montez Sweat. Mm-hmm. Um I think and and the thing is with golf, I mean he's very stiff, right? right. Oh so extremely. you can you can get to him. You can get him off his mark. You can force him to throw early. So I think if we can be disruptive mm-hmm. um put golf in some bad situations or some uncomfortable situations, I mm-hmm. think that's gonna give you a chance. Maybe you could flip the field, mm-hmm. um pick six, something like that. Um I still okay. I'll go Rams for one reason. Mm-hmm. I think they're a little upset. They only scored seventeen points last week. Mm-hmm. I think also maybe there's some little added whatever because McVeigh's I think is his first time mm-hmm. coming back to FedEx since he left three years ago. Um, but for the sake of, of consistency, I'll go Rams. Right, like right. their team is intact as far as coach quarterback system. We have our coach rolling with a new quarterback this week, Kyle Allen, Mm -hmm. and then the system. Now, Kyle Allen played in Carolina, but again, as far as timing with these receivers, things like that, I think Mm -hmm. it's yet to, you know, be seen. But I I guess that can be an upset game of the week, right? Mm -hmm. Washington sneaks up, beats the Rams, then what? You know, here we go. Um, But I'll go Rams here. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have Dolphins at 49ers. Is Jimmy Dolphins G back? Dolphins at 49ers. I'm going to go. I don't think he's back, but I'm going to go Niners just because of um, Kittle. That man is a problem, and he's a one-man army at this point. Well, oh, not, he is. not really, but because um, they do have other weapons. But, oh, a guy I forgot to mention, Brandon Ayuk, dude. Oh, yeah. He is. That dude hurdled when the he crap. Hurdled, yeah, but say when he hurdled Epps, your guy. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, obviously he ran track, but it's one of those things where it's like, you got you got to tackle better. But like I said, he's also one of those guys that you really got to be careful with. He is shifty. Mad he shifty. He can stop on a dime mm-hmm. and then accelerate. Yeah. Um, I was going to go Niners here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, no real particular reason. I just like that matchup. I think it is in the Niners' favor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giants, Cowboys. Um, it's the afternoon game. I'm gonna go Dallas. I just don't think the Giants have even close to enough to beat the Cowboys. Wow, true. And they're playing in Dallas. Dallas allows fans. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, so I think they'll have that in their favor. Um, I think they're gonna look to really stomp somebody in mm-hmm. after you know the Browns hung 49 on them. Mm-hmm. But again, I mean. I think it just really boils down to the fact that it's the Giants. Um, oh, that's that's very true. And it's just bad. So I'll go Dallas there. Um, let's see. Next up, Colts-Browns. That, I think, should be a pretty good game. It should be. Phillip Rivers is playing a little bit better than I thought he would. Yeah, I'm going to go Brown still just because the more that they run, the less likely Baker Mayfield's going to screw up the game for everybody and throw a pick. And uh, I don't know. I just think they're rolling right now, especially after that Cowboys game. They're riding high. I'm going to go with the Browns. Okay. I'll go Colts here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Phillip Rivers will do just enough um, that they'll win. I don't know. Maybe the Browns. We'll just say the Browns are going to play cocky and they're going to get caught. Mm. So that was my second bold prediction. Let's see. Then... The primetime game is uh, Minnesota at Seattle. Normally, I would say that's a good matchup, but mm. I feel like Kirk has been playing like some cheeks this year. Um, yeah, for so, sure. I mean, what they but they got the win last week. They did, didn't they? But I don't know. You're just not gonna beat Seattle. I don't. Yeah, as far like I said, I called the Super Bowl. I want to say after Week One, I'm calling Chiefs Seahawks. In the Super Bowl. That would be a good Super Bowl. That would be a great one. 
Uh, all right, so we're both going to take Seattle there. Yep. So the Monday night game, we have Broncos-Patriots. Mm-hmm. That starts at 5 p.m. Ooh, 5 p.m. I'm going to go Broncos for the heck of it. Um, I think that's – I mean, is Cam back or no? Is he done for right now? Mm, maybe he's back. I'll have to look. I'll, I'll put it like this. Uh, Marcus is checking. Yeah. If Cam plays, I say Patriots win. Yeah. Um, if Cam does not play, I still say Patriots win because it's he's, he's still questionable. Okay, but either way, Broncos quarterback play mm-hmm. is not all that great. I know. Uh, what was it? Do Brett Rippin, Mark Rippin's uh, nephew, or right. something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, played he. I think he ended up throwing a couple interceptions against the Jets, but I think overall, like there were some flashes of him like being able to play. So again, I don't know if they're going to go with him this week. Mm-hmm. I didn't really look into that. I don't know. Either way. Okay. We'll say Patriots. Right. I think Bill Belichick will at least put his defense in a position to shut down right. and stop what it is that, that the Broncos do best. Um, For sure. So I'll, I'll say the Patriots win regardless of whether Cam plays or not. Mm-hmm. The second Monday night game is going to be Chargers at Saints. Chargers at Saints. I'm going Chargers. Um, I think I like um, Justin Herbert and his his ball. I like that he put up a fight last game, and it's not like he was a deer in headlights like most people might think he might have been, mm-hmm. just being a rookie quarterback. But I think he's going to get this one. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. All right. I'm, I actually – I'm going to go Chargers as well. Mm. Um, I think this is the game they put it all together because mm-hmm. um, they've they've hung tough in every single game. Right. So I'll go Chargers over the Saints in an upset win. Yeah. I don't see that Monday night crew picking picking the Chargers to win because mm. they'd be sweating Drew Brees. I mean, for good reason, right? Dude's, right. He's going to the Hall of Fame. but For sure. All right. Then the Tuesday night game, Bills at Titans. Um who you got there? Bills at Titans. That's a tough game to call, but I'm leaning towards the Bills just of just based on how much better Josh Allen looks this season compared to last season. The fact that they have Stephon Diggs. Um, I still like uh, what's the running back? Um, uh, Singletary as a running back. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that um, their defense is still stingy. Oh, they are. I'm just Big gonna. Time. I'm just gonna go ahead and go with those guys for this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bills as well. I don't know how many players um, that were affected with COVID are still gonna be out. Or are they gonna be in? I don't know. Right. Um, but I think the Bills are just gonna give them more than they can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Derrick Henry gets off in this game. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has a big game. I think the Bills have enough, especially up front, to really kind of shut that down. Right. Um. Force Tannehill to throw. Right. And that's not saying Tannehill can't. Um, I actually think he's pretty effective in the pass game, but mm-hmm. I just think the Bills are going to give him more than that, more, excuse me, more than they can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So I'll go Bills as well. And then that rounds out week five um, yes, predictions. Sir. So why don't we do this in closing? Um, what was the question I was going to ask? Oh, I had it right on the tip of my tongue, too, and I completely forgot. Oh, it was about fans in the stands. So I'm seeing more and more um, fans in stands, right? Right. Um, and then I just saw Governor DeSantis down in Florida. I oh, guess, that guy. Yeah, earlier this week saying um, all three of the teams, so it would be the Jags, Buccaneers, and the mm-hmm. Dolphins, um, can open at full capacity. Um, so it'd be interesting to see a, if they do, I haven't seen whether the teams responded to that, you know, basically saying that they're going to allow all those fans in the stands. Um, right. Like I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL stepped in and was like, yeah, we're just going to, I mean, you can open it, but we're going to limit or, or cap of having like a full stadium. Cause at the end of the day, if they allow, if that team allows um, there to be like a full attendance of fans and it becomes a super spreader event, the NFL is still going to have to take some heat for letting that rock. 
So I think they would step in to some degree to try to try to limit that. Um, I'm not a fan of just letting everybody do what they want and just as in like having a normal football event. But I do, I think it's okay based on your personal community um, COVID situation. Mm -hmm. If it is safe to allow a certain amount of fans, because I know that in Philly, they're talking about allowing 7,500 to start off and seeing how that works out Mm -hmm. and then building it up from there. Um, we're, I'm pretty sure we still have yet to hear from our, um, our government official for as far as health and public safety uh, on, on that within Lincoln financial field, but we will see. But like I said, it's all based on the city and it's all based on what COVID looks like. And I mean, we don't get political on this show, but it's been proven that DeSantis is an idiot and he's going to get people killed. So hopefully the NFL steps in and limits that. Yeah, th- th- that was the one thing that just kind of like stuck out to me. It's like, wow, right. like just full capacity. Mm-hmm. And again, like Marcus said, it, to me, th- it wasn't like a political um, like bait type thing, right? Like, right. I don't want anybody listening to this thinking like, oh, you're just trying to, you know, bait people in. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the problem, I guess, with the coronavirus, right? It's just right. it became politicized. But um having said that and and so there was a follow-up to that because i saw governor hogan here in maryland Mm -hmm. he basically was saying like he was entertaining the thought or the idea of allowing fans um back to mnt bank for the ravens and then fedex field for washington uh but again limited capacity type things so Mm -hmm. um Having said all that, like if it were open, so if the Eagles, you know, allowed fans, like, would you go? Oh, for sure. <laughs> right. I'd be there. <laughs> oh, at least try and snatch a ticket because we show up. Um, right. But I would, but also this is me with the understanding and hoping that they do everything that they can to make sure that everybody is safe. Um, and if I were to happen to go and it was kind of sketchy. I probably wouldn't go to another game for the rest of the season just because, I mean, I can't, I mean, I, I can work from home, but I, I'm not that dude to work from home. And I don't, I have people that I like to see. I'm a people person. Um, I don't want to be in my house for two weeks, but with, like I said, with that being said, I think they'll do a great job with, with safety. But if the opportunity presented itself, Oh, of course I'm gonna be an Eagles game. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked only because like I said, when I was on, on Twitter and I saw that, um, mm. A lot of Washington fans were, you know, posing that question, talking about would they go or where they wouldn't. Right. Most most would go. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say nothing to do with COVID. Um, but I just I hate FedEx Field. <laughs> like I hate FedEx Field. It yeah. is a pain in the you know what to you, park, get mm-hmm. into the stadium. You guys should be on the list for a new one. Well, okay. yeah, I'm hoping so. Yeah. Uh, I think the lease runs out. Was it is like 2026 or? Yeah. Some, something like that mm-hmm. so hopefully they start getting something in the works um i just wish something extreme would happen to where snyder would be forced to sell mm-hmm. and then bezos buys the team and then builds like the amazon web service stadium or something like that yeah. like in alexander in something dc like that. yeah oh, well no i want it back like where rfk is knock Ooh, all that down for sure build there you a, go build a nice stadium and there's like some little amazon plex or whatever oh, where it's got like cool. shopping restaurants all that dope. type of stuff that'd be kind of cool um but no i wouldn't go because i just i i hate getting in and out of the stadium and then to do all that and then to deal with people who may or may not be sick and and all that stuff i just right like i said you know i have you know personal reasons not going mm-hmm. um but i just, I just thought it was interesting um because as we get deeper into the season mm-hmm. and the playoffs approach and then there's the super bowl i wonder if by then like it would be full capacity back uh Mm-hmm. back in the stand so i don't yeah. know interesting okay. interesting it just again it was something i thought about but there you go. i just wanted to bring that up or get your opinion on it just to close out the show for sure um but as always guys um ladies and gentlemen um we thank you so much for listening tuning in mm-hmm. um for subscribing downloading liking commenting rate the show please for sure um, especially on um apple podcast you can go ahead and rate the show um and so far people have loved it like mm-hmm. they've they've been giving us positive reviews and please continue to drop questions. Please visit our website. Um and also um FNX Fit is our official partner right now. So you guys That's need right. to go to that website. You guys need to use that promo code 
F as in Frank, Nancy, Xylophone, Xylophone, W as in Williams, 5-2 for 15% off your order. They have all of your dietary slash workout needs as far as protein, you name it, they got it cop that on top of that we launched our merch store what last week yeah we have last week we have t-shirts hats you name it we got it backpacks backpacks face mask right support the movement we gotta we we gotta get that out there um but continue to you know support us and we will do everything we can to put together the next yeah and having said that we are out of here until next time 